Scourge on television, reality TV. What? (laughs) The whole thing. I'm sorry, I got distracted by light reflecting weird off of something on my ceiling and I can't figure out what it is, but it doesn't matter. Um, So I have decided that three days a week is not enough nights a week of Australian Survivor. I know. I want like... I I want to I just want to binge it I just want to mm-hmm. see it all I, wanna, I know I, I, at least once at once once a day once a day I think would be fine because it's like now they give us a supply for three days straight and then just leave it leave us hanging for four well you need to you need do need time to digest it and think it through yeah that's true okay because- so one day a week off then yeah, because sometimes when I've binged seasons, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not catching as much as I think if I was just nibbling it, you know? Yeah. I've thought about that with, like, drama television shows a lot. Like, I feel like shows, like, when I watch For All Mankind week to week, I got more out of it than when I watched, when I, like, binged the first three seasons all in, like, one blast. Right. Okay, so I took chaotic notes, and my first chaotic note is Eden still annoys me. Eden does not annoy me. He annoys the piss out of me. I, you know what? He's got such potential, but we haven't seen him hardly this week. I feel like, yes, he has potential, but also he keeps fucking up his potential by quoting movies and un- like he's pigeonholing all of these movie quotes into places that don't need to be there. But that's his life. I I understand that it was my life too. But use them better. You it, he's using all obvious ones. If he used like deep cuts, it would be better. I don't know. He just rubs me the wrong way. Well, he's we'll we'll get into it as we talk through the week. But I think he made a big mistake not trying to reattach himself to Mark. I think so too. I have good vibes about Mark. So like, do I. I like him, but I also feel like he's got like staying potential by the way he's being edited. He's he's second guessing himself and everyone around him and that's really bothering me. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. We have learned that before. Right, because he should have listened to V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I was so mad at the way episode seven ended because I did not want to see her go. And, and, I, and I think it was, it was ridiculous the way that she went. She didn't have to leave. No, I definitely did not. It's just everybody didn't have their S together except for Caroline and Kitty. And I like Caroline less and less as every episode goes on. I can't stand her. She is driving me insane. Like she my is- last my last note 
for this episode was I hate Caroline's face off. She she seems like the kind of person that would be all over a next door app. She seems yes. like the kind of person that would be all up in everybody else's business while her own house is in disarray. She gives president of the homeowners association vibes. Exactly. Oh and my God. If, if she was louder about it, she would qualify for a Karen. Mm -hmm. But she's sneaky about it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So we had the swap on episode seven and with the swap, I am now actually rooting for a tribe versus just rooting on people. I'd still get them mixed up completely. I'm rooting for the Titans now because I have to protect Valeria at all costs is where I am right now. Well, when Eileen was basically telling everybody, you know, put your weapons down, you know, let's call for a ceasefire mm -hmm. and just, you know, get united as a tribe and Kirby couldn't let it go. Eileen is really growing on me. She seems very level-headed. She's very level-headed, but she needs to stop trying to dictate what everybody else needs to do. She can nudge it. She can suggest it. Yeah. You know, but don't pitch a fit when everybody's not on board with your plan, dude. Yeah. But I, I just, I have such a crush on Ferris, you know, that I don't like Kirby. And yeah, that's same. That. That's all, all my love to Ferris. My, I, I love how chaotic he's playing. I love him as a player. And if it comes down to Ferris versus Kirby, I am team Ferris all the way. Exactly. <clears throat> and I wrote down that I think that Winna might be dangerous post-merge. He has like Simon, not Simon puppy dog vibes, but like Simon challenge beast vibes. He's, he seems to be playing under the radar. Same with Jaden though. Jaden was so good in that one challenge with the logs. I ag agreed. I was dying at how fast he was doing that. <clears throat> but Jaden, every time somebody comes to him with a plan and his response is always, hey, whatever you want, man, I'm on board. He is playing the chillest stay out of the drama game that I think I've seen. Like he, it's like, he's not even playing the game. He's just like a person that votes for them. Right. But he's the beast in challenges, which they need. Well, it's going to be interesting because, you know, if he's not rubbing anybody the wrong way, you know, then what's going to happen to him? Mm -hmm. I still think he'll be a target if he makes it past merge because of his individual strength. But strength isn't the way to win most of the challenges. It's normally some kind of balance or like right. yoga-y related thing, like breathe through a thing. And the big guys don't necessarily have that. Right. And like, can you imagine somebody with his body type doing the challenge where you have to hang upside down from the log? No, I don't even, I can't even imagine him getting his arms around the log, honestly. That's my point. You know, so... Or even like the underwater challenge, the you know, or last gasp or, one or whatever. Correct. Or, or even the ones that Simon was good at where you had to be stealthy like a cat. Mm -hmm. I can't see Jaden succeeding nope. in that. He, he, if, if they think that, if they realize that he might bumble his way to the end and be like the happiest go luckiest winner in all history. 
Yeah, but he hasn't done anything. I, so, so this is so, me being naive because, like, I would just vote for the happy guy. Right. So his hypothetical tribal council would be, well, I didn't make anybody mad. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have like an extremely bitter jury, sometimes that's all it takes. Oi, oi, oi. And we got our first use of down to the pointy end in episode seven. So that was great. And we lost Viola, which I'm very sad about. I'm very, very sad about that. I enjoyed playing her, watching her play very much. Oh, oh, and I did want to mention something that I was very annoyed by. Kelly sat out in back-to-back -back challenges on the same tribe. Because she was on the Titans and sat out in the immunity challenge when she was doing that sabotage thing. And then when they merged, she was on the Titans again and sat out in the challenge. <coughs> Maybe there so. was it. Maybe there was a challenger between there that got edited out. That wouldn't make sense. They could have put a reward in there, but I'm mad that Jonathan didn't show it to me then. But they don't normally have a reward in the swap day. I don't know, but I was very fishy about that. <clears throat> okay, and then episode eight, the first thing that I first thing I wrote down in the notes was Matilda's Olympic qualifier because that was in the corner of the screen the whole time. And I'm like, what in the world is Matilda's in the Olympics? And then later on through context clues, I was able to figure out that it is a uh, soccer team, I believe, the women's soccer team. Oh boy. I do not think that Mark should trust Caroline and Kitty. No, and he doesn't. Good. He doesn't, you can tell, you know, I mean, he's, He's keeping a pretty good poker face, you know, but mm -hmm. Car Caroline and Kitty aren't stupid. They know he's furious. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, but at the end of the day, his hands are tied. What's he going to do about it? He's already, somehow he lost Eden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so he's kind of out of the, what do they call it? The middle age, middle age mafia. Right. So now without V, Was this the episode where Mark gave, I think it was Alex, Project Yucatan, and he was like, Yucatan? Oh, God. That was Alex, right? I'm remembering that right? Yes. Okay, but, he's growing on me, which I hate. But going back to Mark and Eden, that was the invisible hand. And yes, that that's right. kind of dissolved. That just kind of disappeared into Good. thin air. <laughs> it's a dumb name. I, I agree it's a dumb name, but, <clears throat> you know, it, you're, you're, you're going to make these promises on day one, week one, and, you know, then it just kind of fizzles out and you never go back to it. Especially well, as, as stuck as Mark is. As Yeah, he, he's pretty stuck right now. Like, if you think about it in, like, a compressed lifetime cycle of Survivor, uh, like, I don't talk to half of the people I talked to 20 years ago. And I guess maybe it's, like, 
you know, you're living this very intense experience with them, the way things change and move is going to be a lot faster. So I, I can kind of understand it, especially with the length of time they're out there. Well, on the challenge, <clears throat> was it, it might've been episode nine with the challenge where you've got the coconuts with the letters on it. Yes, it was episode nine. And the scream that I scrumped when he said the word survivor spelling bee, I was never happier. <laughs> I was so happy. Well, Mark's move where, you know, he's just throwing the fake coconut. <laughs> yes. Was perfection. I mean, it that was, was. There was so much to love about that challenge, including the beginning when Kelly was like, I can spell, but then forgetting there's two fucking A's in salsa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, back but, episode eight, we lost Sarah because she was just dumb. Yes. She was just dumb. But Rihanna was the one that fucked that up. Rihanna is the one that screwed it up, but I couldn't figure out why Sarah kept going to people and going, hey, I heard this over here. Hey, I heard that over there. You don't No, Nobody is going to admire you for being a snitch. No, that was infuriating. Right. Because she wasn't aligned with any of these people to begin with. So it was very easy for Mark to say, of course, she's going to lie about this. She's trying to save her ass. Like there's that run of tribal councils on one of the other seasons that we watch where it's a bunch of people talking themselves into being voted out. And she, I felt like that's what she was doing around camp. Right. She didn't even wait till tribal council to do it. She just continually talked herself out into being voted out all day. Right. And, and, and whether she ended up being the target or ended up being the, the victim of the tribal, she wasn't doing herself any favors because hypothetically, if she had stayed the next day, nobody's going to say, now that's somebody I want to work with because anything right. I tell them, they're just going to run off and tell everybody else. Exactly. Precisely. Exactly. So I don't, I, I don't know where her mind was at at that point, because once your back is up against the wall, you got to have some faith mm -hmm. instead of, you know, just trying to tell everybody, this is what I'm hearing and expect them to tell you exactly the truth. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And I guess in that sense, I'm glad she's gone because she didn't really contribute much to the game for me. No, except for her cute hairstyle. Yeah. Little space buns. Right. <clears throat> but, but again, Re is nothing without Kirby. Agree. She just has a look on her face like she's still trying to figure out why she's even there. You know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of Paige. Yes. Like, I get super Paige vibes from, from her. Right. She's only strong if she has somebody strong standing next to her. Mm-hmm. And very quick to... Uh... Flip. Yep. That's the word I was going for. Flip-flop. But I, I loved the spelling bee. I wish it could have gone on longer. I would have loved for them to spell so many more words. Because there was a moment when it got physical and JLP like giggled. And it was the most pure sweetest thing ever. <laughs> I love, I love Jonathan. And 
like the evolution of Mickey watching the show with me is awesome because now now he'll be like what do you got for us Jonathan and the shit that I already do and it's it's nice to watch somebody else fall in love with the show and understand <clears throat> well, the beauty of what makes it different well the thing with the spelling bee I was first of all I was expecting the words to be more difficult oh me too and I didn't know they spelled chili that way in Australia second of all um they were having a hard time finding these letters i mean yeah that was kind of interesting to me is s-a-l-s-a -S -S you know how hard is it to find these letters well first of all you've got both batches out there they're color coded mm -hmm. so you got to only find your color and then you know let me look for the random l that you know is probably a needle in a haystack comparatively yeah. and so, in the water while somebody's attacking you <laughs> <laughs> and here again little naive innocent me i would i would have been so focused on the spelling quickly and accurately that i wouldn't have even thought of attacking or defending myself right and but but then again at that point you know putting one person on find the letters putting the other person on disrupt the other team mm -hmm. was a good strategy but yes. I, i'm telling you that mark move was classic it was i laughed out loud it's like fakes throwing a stick to a dog <laughs> he, I, what i hope happens is they they merge and somehow him and ferris team up and they just be chaos together i i would love that I need that to happen. And then Jaden can join the team too. And that Raymond guy, Raymond fits with the chaotic vibes. And Valeria, but I love her. But she's already with Mark, so. So if you're sitting at Tribal, okay, and you're aligned with someone, and somebody else leans over and basically says, hey, Jackie, you need an idol. So you look over at me and say, dude, it's going to be me, play your idol for me. And I mm -hmm. look at you like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Garrett did not deserve that. No, he was such an observant player. I know. I, I enjoyed watching him play. I hope that he comes back in a future season because he is a very enjoyable player to watch. And I was so sad to see that happen because it, it wasn't even a blindside because he saw it coming a mile mm -hmm. away. You know, yeah, and then Eileen herself is like, play the idol for him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so stupid of Ferris because here's here's somebody that's attached to your hip and he's not going anywhere and he feeds you really, really good information mm -hmm. and you're just going to let him go. Yeah, Ferris is going to realize what an asset he he let go. Ugh. I was really sad to see Garrett go. And I did write down a Garrett quote before he even got voted out. He said, are you guys fair dinkum? Which was a new one for me. Fair dinkum? Yep. Oh, there was one point during the immunity challenge where Wynn is was like kind of holding Charles's bucket on top of his own bucket. So Charles... I saw that. I saw I that. That was an all right challenge. I didn't like it. It was it was but, a fine. It was fine. 
it, it, I didn't like it. And Garrett, again, referring to him, he held up a lot longer than I thought he would because he was saying his hands were hurting five At minutes the into beginning. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all did, honestly. It was a tough one. It was. And, you know, can you imagine somebody like Stevie on that challenge? No. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Or even George. Oh, yeah. George, that would have, yeah. I feel like Haley and Simon would kill it, though. Oh, of course. And Liz, too, probably. <clears throat> so, who do you have a winner pick yet? I don't, and I'm not upset that I don't. It's just, you know, it, 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 we've got such a variety here between the athletics and the middle-aged mafia and everyone like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's some people like Charles who are so far under the radar, you know, I don't even know who he talks to. Yeah, same. You know, he gets no time whatsoever. And I was watching, I, I was watching the recap on um, Play 10, mm -hmm. the Australian network that airs this. And one of the people on the recap show was basically saying, who's Charles again? <laughs> and, and so George says, oh, well, he's the one with the glasses and the black hair. And the other person goes, oh, I thought that was a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. So he's he's just nowhere. And I I will say that there still have been a surprisingly low level of twists this year so far. There's there's a low level of twists, but I like it when you know you're 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 getting what what it says on the tin. You know, it's not like you know, for for a new Australian survivor viewer, you know, to see them go to tribal council and then all of a sudden, oh, and by the way, nobody's going to go home. Wait, what? We just spent all day <laughs> scrambling and now you're yeah. telling me it's not going to go the way I thought it would. So sometimes not having the twists is a good thing. Yeah, it kind of lets them settle into the different, different gameplay style and whatnot because it is, right. it's, it's different. So did you, so were there any good uh, questions or scoops from any of this George stuff that you listened to this week? Um, you know, they, they had great things to say about Kirby. They had great things to say about, you know, um, Garrick, mm. you know, some of the other players, you know, basically when they were talking about Sarah leaving, they were like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. So. You know, there was no real bombshells or anything like that, but it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's almost like getting validation for what I already saw and I already thought. Yeah. That always feels good. So did you hear that Caroline and Carson had a podcast that went on for two episodes and then they had to stop it and it is a mystery why? That's weird. Car Carolyn and, and, and 
Carson. Yeah, apparently on their second episode, they released a bunch of stuff about the casting process. And then oh I guess someone told them they can't do any more episodes and then they took everything down. Wow, that scoop. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Thank you, Reddit. <clears throat> well, all of the um, American Aust American Survivor 46, 46? Yes. The, yes. the pre-interviews the pre with mm -hmm. Mike Bloom. So, you know, he's been asking them, hey, you know, obviously you're, you're sequestered, quote unquote, but you just can't talk to each other. You know, and he's asking every castaway, you know, who have you seen that you think you might make a connection with and who have you seen that you think you might not jive with, right? Mm -hmm. Every single person he's asked, describe this guy with this huge beard and quaffed hair. Every one of them mentioned this guy. Interesting. Right? Okay. No, it turns out it was an alternate, but they didn't know it. Oh shit. Right. Ah, so this wild. So this guy has pretty much made an impact on every contestant and he's <laughs> not even gonna play with them. That is hysterical. I know. So now everybody's curious the identity of this person. Is he gonna be on 47? They've gotta put him on 47. Yeah. So that's so funny. When does the new season start? Um, I think in about two weeks. Oh shit. Fast. Yeah. All right. Exciting. We'll have to figure out how to space this out because I can't talk. I, we would have to do like two, we'll have to do two separate days now. One for Australia and one for United States, but that works. Good that works. Lord. I think we did the thing. Do you think we did the thing? I think we did the thing. All right. I have been Jackie. I've been Molly. Stay tuned. <laughs>